0: We are bombarded with all kinds of messaging in media every day. Who's the hottest artist? What's the latest trend in social media? What massive tweet will change the civic or religious landscape? What's the next in thing? Messaging's not so bad if we keep it in perspective. And that's what we're going to do right now, today. Keep life in perspective as we listen intently for God's message so all the others will make sense. Welcome to Message Daily with your host, author, speaker... L. David Harris. Peace and blessings, listening friends. We know that you could have chosen to spend your time doing any one of a number of things, but I'm excited that you have chosen instead to invest some of it with us. This is L. David Harris. I am your host, and this is Message Daily, where we give you God's Word every single day, and today is no exception. We are continuing in our devotional series titled, Rest in Christ, under the caption, Restlessness leads to rebellion. Restlessness leads to rebellion. We'll get into that in just a moment, but first I'd like to pray, and then we'll get underway. Father in heaven, thank you for giving us this opportunity to open your word again. And Father, I pray that you will give us rest in you, rest from every care, except to be connected to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, and amen again. Restlessness leads to rebellion. See, Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you, here comes that word again, rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. It is our privilege, it is our privilege to find rest in God. Now, we're going to begin in the book of Numbers. We're in the book of Numbers for the next several days. Uh, The story begins on a positive note. The Israelites, the people of God, I want you to understand, these are the people of God, have finally reached the borders of Canaan. Remember, God made a promise to Abram to say that he would give him descendants as numberless as the stars of the sky. As innumerable as the sands by the seashore. Those individuals, as we understand in 2021, are those who have faith in God. They have faith in God. And in our context, after Jesus would have come, yes, given his life for us, and rose again to minister in the heavenly sanctuary on our behalf, we're looking forward to the second coming of Jesus Christ. But Paul said of Jesus and our relationship to him that those who are baptized into Christ are abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise so the old testament people of god the israelites were given the promise that they would enter into canaan having been delivered from egyptian bondage in 2021 we understand our context is that god is going to give us heavenly canaan and the earth made new we will have the promised land as well but this of course is eternal And so, uh, well, we need to be learning some lessons from our brothers and sisters in the Old Testament. You see, um, they had already gotten to the borders of Canaan. Twelve spies were sent to explore the land. Their report was, well, extraordinary. If you can hear it in my voice, it wasn't so positive. Well, let's see what the Bible says. In Numbers chapter 13, we can't hide the truth. We need the truth. Uh, Numbers chapter 13, beginning at verse 27, and they told him and said, we came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. Isn't that wonderful? And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and are very great. Wait a minute. Um, I'm sorry, in verse 27, it sounded really good. There's there's the city. It floweth with milk and honey. And is this is the fruit of it. This is a positive report. This is something you might have expected. Think about it. God is going to give you something very special. That thing must be extraordinary. But but then the tone changes. Nevertheless, the people be strong, the land uh, that dwell in the land and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south and the Hittites uh, and Jebusites and Amorites dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Well, that's starting to change a little bit, maybe because I know the rest of the story. Um, Verse 31, but the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. You should be very, very, very concerned right now. Why would people who understand the miraculous power of God be giving this nature of a report. Why would these individuals be acting like there is something negative going on? Like somehow these individuals who happen to be God's enemies are a real threat. When God has promised you that you will take the city, he has promised you. He didn't say you may. He didn't say, well, hopefully we'll see what happens. Just get there and I'll tell you what comes next. He promised them. He promised them. And made an oath to uh, Father Abraham. You understand? And so when we get to this point, and they're talking about they're stronger than we, and they brought up an evil report. Now we get the context. The Bible says, and they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched Unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is the land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of a great stature. Verse 33 And there we saw the giants and the son of Enoch, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight. Get that phrase. You understand the phrase, in our own sight. We were, in our own eyes, (sighs) grasshoppers. They were giants. God's enemies, from the perspective of these spies, whom the Bible says gave an evil report, were as grasshoppers in their own eyes, so that we were in their sight. So sometimes God's people see the challenges that we face as giants. Sometimes we see them as insurmountable. Sometimes we see them as mountains. But what did Jesus say? He said, those who have faith the size of a mustard seed can say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and it shall be what? D-O-N-E, unto you. Yes, so the rest for those who are restless— is to surrender our will to God. You see, there were two men, Joshua and Caleb, I don't wanna go way ahead in our story, but only two men of that entire motley crew, that motley group gave a true report. God has given us the city. God is faithful. God is holy. He is more than able. He has given us the city. Before you call, the Bible says he will answer. And while you are yet speaking, he will hear. He can remove that mountain if you have faith in him and he will. Dear brother, he will. Dear sister, is your mountain financial in nature? Huh? Is your mountain a health concern? Is your mountain a relationship problem? Is your mountain something within you? You want to overcome a sin and you feel like it is never going to go away. But if you surrender your will and we all surrender our will to God, then in God's sight, huh? In your sight, those mountains will be tiny little pebbles that God will throw away. But unfortunately, restlessness leads to rebellion. When in our own sight we see self, then rebellion is the next step. So I beg of you, I beg of us, that we will find rest in God and let him move our mountains of doubt. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. Always remember, what God says matters most. His message shared through our lives has the power to change the world today and provide hope for the future. This has been Message Daily with L. David Harris. Until next time, make it a great day.